0: How are you this morning? Ooh, let's try this again. Good morning, ECCN. Good morning. That's better. Okay. It is so good to be here this morning. Thank you, Helen, for um, bringing this video to our attention on behalf of the missions team. Um, in your bulletin today, you will see a little bit more information about what you just watched. And you could be the difference in a child's life. And I would highly suggest, I know my family and I are going to sponsor a child, and I would highly suggest it. It's not only a blessing for them, but you would be surprised at how much of a blessing it is for you. Um, I know in years past when we used to do this as I was a child, um, we even heard from some of the children that we've sponsored, and I even know some people that met their children at some point and it's just a really good ministry so if you're able to take that on please see your bulletin for more information on that also um, i wanted to let you all know in case you have tried to email the church our email address has changed please see your bulletin and make that change in your notes at home um, so that if you need to email us for any reason you can do so also we have um, graduation sunday today which we will be bringing up grads here in a moment um, and then i just want to get my plug in for sunday school we don't have wednesday nights going on right now so sunday school is it if you're looking to fellowship with other like-minded people um, that love the lord and want to dig deeper sunday school is where it's at and we meet every sunday at 9:30 and we have um, three adult classes to choose from, and then, of course, we have children's classes um, for all ages. So I'm gonna, at this time, bring Darren on up, and we are going to honor our graduates, the class of 2021.
1: Okay, Desi, Nate. Okay, why they're coming forward, um, Kristen is in labor, Um, they induced her this morning, she had to be at the hospital at 7.30, so maybe before we're done here today we might have news, but um, be be praying for the whole process during during the service, we'd appreciate that. So we have four graduates, we have two here today, Um, Demir Harris is not here and Daisy Watts is not here, but we have Desi and we have Nate, and I'm gonna make them talk. Um, just say where you graduated from and um, what your future plans are.
2: Uh, okay, I graduated from Mary Nell Steel, by the green, of course. Um, right now, I don't know what I'm doing after. I think I might go to a community college next year. Um, that's, I'm working a full-time job, but that's about it, so
3: yeah.
1: Um, I graduated from Elyria High, and right now, the only plans I have is to just go to Kent. Yeah.
2: What? What am I saying? All
1: right, so this is your opportunity to thank people, like maybe your mom and dad. Oh, that's a good point. Any Anything else that you'd like to say. <laughs> All right, uh,
2: yeah, thanks, church family. I appreciate it. You guys have always supported me through the years with plays or anything I've done, school or whatever, you know, I I could come to any of you and ask for advice. So I appreciate it, everyone. Thank you.
1: I want to thank my family because honestly, without them, I wouldn't, I don't think I could have did this.
0: good job you guys we're proud of you and church be praying for our graduates they have a world and it's not a kind world out there and so we need to covet them with prayer and continue to minister them in any way that we can and now we have this is a busy Sunday folks we have caravan it's that time of year so we're going to recognize some of the
4: caravan good morning We wrapped up this week too, had our blue and white on Wednesday night, so we'll be taking a break as well, uh, kind of for the rest of the summer. But I wanted to bring up two of our kiddos that made it all the way through the year without or with the challenges, with everything that's going on. Um, So if I could have Caleb and Abby come up for all their hard work, I want to show what everything they did. Abby finished up, this was her second year. She made it all the way through, got off 15 of her badges this year. Um, Good job. And then Caleb, Caleb finished up his eight badges. He did four more um, articles of faith and then he got education and work this year. So, So, all right, good job kids.
0: All right. Caravan, for those of you that don't know, is a wonderful program that we do on Wednesday nights throughout the year, and we break for summer, and it's kind of like a, a boy or a Girl Scout sort of program, except we include um, scripture, and they learn about Jesus throughout the way, and they have a chance to earn all sorts of different badges, so it's a really good program. If you have kids in your neighborhood or grandkids that you think would be interested in that the cost is super minimal Um, and so get with melissa and we'll get them signed up in the fall okay who is ready for worship i know i am i have had a rough morning and i'm ready to praise the lord i don't know about you let's stand dear gracious and heavenly father we thank you lord for the privilege that we have to be here we thank you for our health We thank you um, for the freedom that we have in this country to worship you freely. And I just pray, Father God, that your Holy Spirit would come upon this place, that you would be in our worship today, and we give you this in your most precious and holy name. Amen. Amen.
5: Let's worship together. Aren't you glad to be here this morning? Amen.
3: Holy place, pass the brazen altar, but I won't see your face. Pass me by the crowds of people and the priests to sing your praise. I hunger and thirst for your righteousness, but it's only found in one place.
5: our living hope
0: Of Jesus, it doesn't matter what you have done prior to today. You too can have this saving yes. grace, this living hope. Yes. He Hallelujah. is for us. Amen. Okay, and I'm telling you, if you leave here today, don't leave here without right. asking Him into your heart. Yes. It's really easy. It's really Amen. easy. Amen. 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 Why is that possible? Amen. Amen. Yes,
5: amen. 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 Let's sing. Great is thy faithfulness. Woo! Hallelujah. Great. prayer um, right now and I do know of a few requests that uh, we want to lift today one is Kristen as she right now is um, having that beautiful baby and we want to ask God to help her and uh, keep uh, keep the pain lessened as much as possible Uh, also we want to pray for Larry Little's brother Um, he does have cancer uh, and it's uh, it seems to be progressing and his name is Don, correct? So we want to uh, remember him. Um, Luke, I know you had a, a prayer request this morning. It was a grandparent? Okay, grandfather. Okay, and he had a pacemaker or something put in, so we want to lift him to prayer um, as well. And uh, I know Joy Alano had a prayer. And uh, Marianne, in the back, you last week it was Grace Wilson, right, that we prayed for? Who wanna continue? Okay. I and I need somebody just to repeat that for me. If Sister Jean, okay. We will do that. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's go to prayer, and um, let's just um, give God thanks this morning for all he has done. It is so good to be able to see faces, and I know, it, you know, we're not out of it completely. We still need to, you know, be cognizant and think about it, and so that's why, you know, sometimes uh, you may have to wear a mask, but I'm just grateful that God is bringing us through, aren't you? And we are here together. I'm so happy about that. Let's, uh, let's bow our heads. <clears throat> Father. This is your day, and uh, Lord, we just today want to exalt your holy name. Father, we give you thanks for all that you have brought us through this past year. When I think of the pandemic, Lord, you were with us. And uh, even though our nation suffered great loss, and around the world there's been great loss, Lord, You have been ever so present, and the Holy Spirit has helped us. And, Lord, it's just good to be able to finally uh, see somewhat of an end to it and a breakthrough so that, Lord, we can come together and to worship you. It was really difficult uh, about a year ago. So we're glad to see each other, we're glad to be in your presence, Lord, this morning. Lord, we think of those who cannot be here, and there are many. And Father, I want to lift them to you. We think of precious Vonda, Lord. She's just been on my heart, and Lord, I thank you for the years that she has just been so faithful to you and now has to be at home. But Lord, I pray that you'll just lift her right now, Lord, that you'll just help her to know that you are with her, that, that we're praying for and, uh, and, and Lord, I pray for uh, John uh, Suter. We prayed for him last week. Pray, God, that you'll continue to heal him and be with him, Father, this morning. And there are others, Lord, we want to lift to you. We think of Kristen, Lord, this very moment. Lord, it's such a joyous occasion, but there's a little work to do. So, Father, we ask that you be with the doctors and the nurses and just uh, help uh, Kristen through these next few hours, and uh, pray, God, that your hand would be upon her and the beautiful, beautiful child that she's going to have. Lord, we can't wait uh, to see her, and we thank you, Lord, for what you've done in Kristen and Kyle's life, so be with them, Lord, as this new venture uh, comes comes home, and, and uh, they deal with little Mark, and Lord... Just such a blessing, and we pray, God, your hand upon them. We ask, God, that uh, you be with uh, Larry's brother this morning, Don. Father, we ask for healing. We ask that just by your touch you could heal his body. Lord, ultimately, we pray for your will in his life. But we pray, God, that, um, you know, his suffering would be minimal, that, Lord, you would just help him. Uh, as he has to deal with this cancer father we know that your presence and your Holy Spirit can be with him right as we speak Lord and we pray Lord for Mary Ann's request and her sister and pray God that you just uh, continue to be with her Lord we lift her to you Lord you love her she's your child and we pray God that your presence again would be felt Uh, by her. Even now, Lord, that she would know someone is praying for her, someone's lifting her up. Lord, your Holy Spirit can be right there. And so we ask, Lord, that you would be with her as well. And Lord, we just thank you for all the things that you've done for us as a church family. And uh, we're looking toward our transition, Lord, and we're praying for Pastor Scott and Kristen Eastburn, Lord, and the family, that you would be with them as they. I have a lot of things that have to be done and moving pieces but father you're in it all so we know that it's all going to come together and we just ask that you be with them and uh, lord it's an exciting time in our church and we just pray god that you'll uh, pull it all together and uh, that your work would be done and uh, father we thank you for pastor dave and barbara lord as they'll be with us and we just pray now lord that as uh, he brings your word to us this day that every heart And every mind would be open to your will and to your way. And Lord, it's in Jesus' precious name that we ask all of these things. Amen. Amen. All right, Pastor Dave, come on up.
2: Man, good word. Mm-mm. Amen. Yes, yeah, yeah, praise the Lord, wow, well, that was my message in a nutshell, so thank you for coming, (laughs) what a good word, well, I extend my congratulations to the two graduates that were here this morning. Uh, I'm not sure where they are. Once they take their gown off, you know they kind of blend in, but congratulations. Yes, I see one. Uh, that, that's uh, quite an accomplishment. High school today was totally different than it was in the days gone by for most of us. So uh, I pray God will lead our graduates so clearly. And how exciting to see these young people come up for Caravan. I think all five of our children were able to go through Caravan uh, when they were younger and over the years. and It's uh, so important to have that influence. So uh, the graduates, I would say this to you. I would say to them, but to all of us, um, three thoughts came to my mind. One is, leave an impact wherever you go. A good impact. We're gonna have good days and bad days, but there's something about, such as the testimony we just heard. That's infectious. And I want to be a carrier of God's presence, so much so that people, without knowing who I am or who Barbara is, There is something about those people. And I've met people like that before. And I'm saying to graduates and to all of us, friends, we have this privilege to carry Christ-likeness in our lives that is a fire that wherever we go, by the grace of God, not by our goodness, but by the grace of God, we leave wherever we leave better than when we came. That's by the grace of God we leave an impact. I would also say this, once again, to our graduates, but to all of us. There's so much emphasis, and I understand this, on achievement, on getting things done, get her done. Uh, Sometimes there's not enough emphasis on Inward how am I doing inside? first with Christ, but as a person thinks so is he or she out of the Word of God. We really do need to pay attention to, to what we're thinking because the enemy can use that other people can use that especially in a day of social media. I've heard different ones over the years say and they'll Name what form or facet of social media that they have been a part of, and, it, and that those can be incredible tools. But I've heard people say, I just have had to take a break or step away altogether. And they're not all older folks. Some of those are younger. Teens, young adults. Work on the N-word. My past does not define me. What somebody else says about me in social media does not define me. Jesus Christ alone, my creator, helps me know who I am in him and whose I am in him, and that defines me. So every day becomes an opportunity for me to see how God can work. But I have to pay close attention because I've realized of all the negativity in this world, we can kind of become almost depressed over a year ago when they said they were going to shut everything down I, I, just it became eerie it just was strange to go by shopping malls and churches closed and emphasis on online and we learned something from that and we learned how to be effective with God's help But on the inside, we had to step back and say, who am I in Christ Jesus? I want to give due attention to that, not just to getting all these things done or accomplishing these achievements, but I want to know who I am in Christ Jesus. And when I've had failure or sin and I take care of it, I get before the Lord, I go to the well, as I call it, and take care of that in repentance before my Savior. But friends, I want to keep on moving on. And I want Jesus Christ to define who I am. And the third and last thing has three parts, graduates and all of us. Matthew 6.23, that's wrong. Matthew 6.33, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, right relationship with him. And all of these things will be added unto you as well. Proverbs 16.3, commit your actions or your ways to the Lord and your plans will be established or will succeed. The third is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and anybody who's been in caravan could quote that one right off, right? Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will what? And now I see a new version says, will make your paths straight, and that's okay too, but if you study where this was written in ancient Israel, Friends, it's not a smooth. It doesn't look like Northern Ohio necessarily, where it's flat for miles. You with me? Go down to West Virginia, and you get a better idea. Amen. Anybody have roots down there? All right. So one quick story. Uh, My grandmother Flack. who has long ago gone home to be with Jesus, and thank the Lord she loved the Lord. Yeah, when my grandfather passed away, and I was just in early years of elementary school, uh, she was widowed, and they had Flax General Store, Um, something like you might imagine an Andy Griffith show, and it had one gas pump out in front, and I think it was Sinclair, and in Flax General Store, there were groceries, there were plumbing tools, there were appliances. It was incredible what they had in that little store. And uh, the reason I know this story is that my older brother had just graduated um, from high school and was living with my grandmother because he'd gotten a job up that way. And he said, I was having to move sack after sack after sack of sugar. And as it turns out, I'm gonna fast forward through a whole lot of information. Um, Grandma was selling, she probably thought they were using it for canning, but they were making this thing called shine moonshine now that's not my roots that's her no <laughs> she had nothing to do with it she would have been beside herself I think had she known but she had connections with those people from her roots in West Virginia and some of them had come up that way and and by the way if you're from West Virginia Kentucky whatever that's not a bad story about anybody there are a few wherever you live that are going to do some things they shouldn't be doing come on amen We saw one of them this morning in the mirror, didn't we, huh? So she did get called by the federal court. My dear little grandma. (laughs) And I don't remember, I think she was just going as a witness, but they were wondering why Flax General Store was all of a sudden selling all of this sugar, and they found out. Sales of sugar dropped after that. (laughs) Let me pray just before we... Dive into the depths of God's Word. Thank you for all that's unfolded before us this morning in this service. For the lyrics of the songs. For the power of the Spirit we sense began to descend upon us as we were worshiping. For these that were uh, today honored through graduation and caravan. All of these different things that are taking place we celebrate we believe that you have orchestrated what has happened to this point it's not just us doing a good job and getting everything organized it's god working in this house thank you jesus and i do join with others praying for pastor scott and his wife and family as they continue to go through the process of getting ready to relocate and all there is all the way across the country God I pray open the right doors and close the wrong ones but everything will come together to the glory of God and they'll arrive safely and we look forward Lord Jesus to what you are going to do has already been testified what you're going to do in the days to come be it next week or next month or this fall dear Jesus we pray open the windows of heaven over Illyrian Nazarene church such as they've never seen before May they see only that all that's happened before them, the price that's been paid, people who have poured out their lives and often their means and their time and their sweat, dear Jesus, is simply building a heritage for what you are going to do through their efforts in the past in the days to come. There are gonna be boys and girls and teenagers and young adults and middle adults, senior adults who have come to know Jesus Christ Because of this church, I praise you for it, Lord God. And we declare it done and so in Jesus' name. Now I pray, guide David Flack's tongue and mind that what I speak will not be my work, but it'll be what I hear from you that each of us need to hear, including myself. To God be the glory in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles there, and I hope that you do, Mark chapter 2, of course your iPhone or your iPad or your (laughs) i-whatever, and uh, I don't know, maybe they'll project it on the screen too. Mark chapter 2 verses 1-12 through 12, and I'm going to take them one or two verses maybe three verses at a time but I want us this morning um, one of the reasons I said what I did to the graduates and again to all of us about doing the homework we need to on the inside is that we can become so preoccupied with what is expected of us on a daily basis that we don't have enough downtime even to hear from God. And there can be ways that the enemy Satan finds just a a little crack here to get a foothold and even a stronghold in our life that creates compromise in our faith and our journey with the Lord when the enemy finds ways to get you and me to feel like you're not a believer? Why do you even try? You don't do this well. You don't accomplish that. You know what he's doing? He's building walls that are false of his own doing. Well, Pastor Dave, but you don't know my background. You're right, but Jesus does. Read Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. do amazingly abundantly above all that we can imagine through his power of work within us and his church. To God be the glory. That's a paraphrase. If God be for us, who can be against us? Romans 8 says. We are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Amen? It's all there in the word. How wonderful to know that as we meet here this morning... There is no limit to what God can do, and I'm saying, let's embrace. We deal with our reality of some things we need to improve or change in our lives, and take those steps. And we may need to draw from outside help, whatever it might need. Uh, we might need to do, but friends, we serve a God who knows no boundaries. Our God knows no odds. Okay, in a world that seems so insecure, and where there's all sorts of threats from around the globe we can live with the assurance that it is well with my soul and even though today i don't feel good emotionally or my my body's aching in places i didn't have i didn't know i had places all of that might be taking place but in my heart there's a joy and the security that god is on the throne and jesus is at the right hand of the father interceding for us as we meet here now As well, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us with groans and sounds before the Father to represent what we are dealing with. Friends, we have God on our side. What Kelly said was profound this morning when she said, if you don't know Jesus Christ and have the assurance of a journey with him and a relationship with him, it's the most important thing you can do before you leave today to pray that prayer, whether you're home online or wherever you're listening or here today. Well, that's great preaching. I might take notes on that. (laughs) I'm having fun. Not with what I just said, but with that nonsense. I just spoke about myself. We serve a God who has no limits. And I believe he wants us to embrace that as a lifestyle and as his children. Mark chapter 2, verses 1 and 2 A few days later, when Jesus, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers, there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. Life's biggest opportunities and possibilities are sometimes not even obvious to us now some may have been enamored maybe not my guess was whatever the temperature was that day I doubt they had restrooms I doubt they had donuts before they gathered in to hear Jesus speak right I think they were just hungry for the word But there was something brewing that I believe our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ knew as he began to preach to them that day. By the way, in Jesus' name, embracing the fact that we serve a God without limits, my prayer is the day will be sooner than later that you will be in at least two services because you don't have enough room for all the people in here Especially with the way seats have to be spread apart these days, I got two amens. I wonder if heaven's amening right now, because I believe that's where it's coming from, folks. They came in such large numbers; they were doors were blocked. They couldn't get any more people in, and surrounding. Didn't our Lord say go out to the highways and byways and bring them in that my house might be full? Look, I'm not making this about numbers. Truly I'm not, but there's a reason. There, there's a book in the Bible about numbers. That's a whole other conversation for a number, another time. But friends, I believe when the fire that I heard this man speak of begins to spread from one person to the other with all of our personality quirks and differences and backgrounds and all the stuff that's going on in our culture and society, God is bigger than that. And I want to tell you when something real and authentic is happening, whether young or old, people will be attracted to that. personally and corporately as as a church, we can experience potentially great things, possibilities beyond our dreams, even when obstacles and closed doors show up. So this is exciting. Jesus is preaching. He's bringing the word. People are hearing. They're drinking it in. They have their scrolls out. You know, they're really at it. But a need's going to show up. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But right now, I think there were a lot of people just drinking in the truth. This is a great time. There's no room left, not even outside the door. But then there are some people that show up with high hopes in the midst of what seems to be no access to Jesus. Verse 3, some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by... Four of them. Have any of you ever had um, like a temporary paralysis of some part of your body? I mean, I, I remember waking up months ago when I was out like I was sleeping so good, and for some reason I was awakened, and I and I sat up in bed. And I suddenly realized, I have zero use of my left hand and arm. Because I went to reach for something and it wasn't, and I reached out and I had to get, and I lifted it up and it was limp and no feeling and no nothing. You talk about the fear of God. Oh no, what's happening? Well what happened was I in my sleep I was at a certain angle and I cut off the blood to my arm, to my hand. And I cannot tell you how joyous I was in my spirit at three or four o'clock in the morning when suddenly I felt the warmth of blood begin to flow. And then little by little, it was a couple of days I think before I got everything totally back, but it came back. So when I do that, I'm happy I can go For those who are paralyzed, paraplegic, some of them have done astonishing things, absolutely incredible. But in that day, they weren't blessed with the technology that we have. And so four people show up Here's this guy I'm at, and he is paralyzed. I mean, paralyzed. Now, to what, from neck down, we don't know. It just says he was paralyzed. Verse 4 says, Since they could not get to him because of the crowd. Now, the verse will continue, but let me just speak to that briefly. There are times when the enemy will do everything he can, you and I, whether it's emotionally in our own mind thinking, or something that somebody else says or whatever it is that we just feel like we don't have access to Jesus Christ it becomes an obstacle by the way we sang about that when Shauna said we we're going to bring some old testament in coming in we have access to the holy of holies we'll not get started on that because that's a whole nother message or well, message is wow praise be to God that gives me chills just thinking about it But they could not get to Jesus, so there's an obstacle. They didn't come that far, however, to turn back. They were determined. They had a paralyzed man. They heard of Jesus. They heard of his reputation. He preached the word. He was a man of truth, of integrity. He was a healer. So they were not going to turn back. And friends, I say to you, as Illyria Church of the Nazarene, as brothers and sisters in the Lord, There's no reason for us, those of you at home, there's no reason in our journey with Jesus Christ and faith for us to turn back or turn away. When COVID hit, it came and it's hopefully almost gone, as I heard one say this morning. But whatever happens, dear folks, Jesus is still Jesus. There's no reason to turn back in our faith. There's all the more reason to say, look, I'm on his train and I'm not getting off. Now I may not feel good today, but that's all right. I trust God, fully and completely. Now you're going to think I don't feel good today. I feel fine, by the way. (sighs) No, (laughs) I know I do. (laughs) I'm just saying, today I'm really not talking about feeling, I'm talking about faith and belief in who Jesus is and what he can do in and through us. So they didn't come that far, nor has this church come this far to turn back. So they, they pressed on to find a way there is a way when we're willing to quiet ourselves before the Lord so we finish out that verse since they uh, couldn't get to Jesus because of the crowds they began, they go up on the roof and if, if you've seen pictures of the homes of that day in that area, Capernaum most likely it was pre- predominantly flat but some angled down with uh, boards running across or beams, however they had those, and then a straw, whatever, laid out thick and then clay on top of that. And all of a sudden, I don't know what the, doesn't speak to what the homeowner was saying or thinking, but Jesus is preaching and here comes an interruption. (laughs) And they rip a hole in the roof. Really? Really? You know what? They were saying, no matter what the cost, no matter what, we're not letting this obstacle stand in the way of getting to Jesus. Oh, to have that passion, drive, and hunger in my own life and in our lives. We'll leave no stone unturned. Their faith was so great in Jesus that their determination led them to take a risk. So what would I do if I were put in that same position? So we, I just dropped my new phone, so don't, don't tell my children they gave it to me. I hope it has a really good case. I'll just say I got blessed at Larry Nazarene Church, and the phone went flying. What can I say? So this untimely interruption, we pick up at verse 5. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Well, if you read anything about when Jesus' earthly ministry was taking place, that really upset the Pharisees and the teachers of the law and Sadducees. just, oh, they're all stirred up. We'll talk briefly about that, but notice when it says, Mark records, when Jesus saw their faith, Doesn't say anything about the crowd or the interruption when he was speaking. Hey, you wanna wait on, hold on for a few minutes, I'm almost done, you know, nothing like that. When he saw, he recognized their faith. Oh, that when we gather for a board meeting, or for caravan, or youth meeting, or the blessing, whatever you call that, wagon that goes out every other week. uh, What an incredible ministry when you come to Sunday school or worship, whew, Lord, let my faith soar. No matter what's going on around this world, let my faith be one that is seen from heaven to earth and say, these people have faith. That opens the door for God to work in, mis- in mysterious ways but in miraculous ways. Our faith absolutely impacts those around us. Jesus goes on, now some te- or the scripture goes on to say, now some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? What an undermining atmosphere Jesus in that moment recognized was stirring but he was undeterred by their negativity and by their blindness in their own religion, which is worshiping the law, not the God of the law. And there's a huge difference. So Jesus moves forward. Immediately Jesus knew in his spirit, verse 8, that this was what they were thinking in their hearts, And he said to them, why are you thinking such things? Which is easier, to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take your mat, and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to to forgive sins. So he said to the man, okay, friends, this is where we need to take another dose like we've never read this before, try to erase it from our minds. Many of us have heard this story and stories like it since we were little, just growing up. Come on. So we kind of get used to what's going to happen. Am I right? I I have to work at it myself. But when I was pastoring and and now serving in various churches, I don't want to get used to whatever normal is. I don't want the standard, Uh, I want what God wants for that day, and if he jazzes up the service in a way that we weren't expecting, then praise be to God! If his will is accomplished, that means lives are being changed, some for eternity! Come on, amen! He says to the man, I tell you, so that identifies it's Jesus saying it. It's not some other group or a, a, a committee or something like that. He's saying, I say to you, get up. Oh, hang on just a second. I believe it was the Sabbath in which he was doing this. And Number one, to heal on the Sabbath, as, uh, as if people are walking around healing each other. Come on. Jesus was, but to do so on the Sabbath was breaking the holy day. So the teachers of the law are missing the moment, they're missing the Son of God, they're missing the power of the Most High being made manifest right in front of them, and they're too stirred up about carrying a out on the Sabbath than they are, a life being transformed forever, not just physically, but spiritually. Praise be to God. Oh Lord Jesus, show me. This is what I felt like the Spirit was saying to me this week, David You can be blind in areas of your spiritual journey if you're not careful. And you can be just as guilty because I find myself sometimes really ticked off at the Pharisees. Do you ever, anybody? Okay, I'm alone, whatever. I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. So this interruption through the roof For us, it could be tensions, transitions, tests from COVID or whatever it might be. But there's a difference between the teachers of the law and the common people and how they responded. We all have to recognize there can be blind spots within the church, within our lives, but by all means, we wanna stay humble before the Lord and say, I don't know what you wanna do in my life today, speaking of tomorrow on Monday, or the rest of this day I don't know what you want to do but all I want you to know is I'm ready I'm open teach me Lord up or down I want to walk your way fill me with your spirit I stuck Proverbs 4.23 in here I don't think they had it I I don't think I included it but above all else guard your heart there's a reason that's included in that wisdom literature in Proverbs It's the wellspring of life. So I close with number five. Unrivaled results. Unrivaled results. In other words, there's no results anywhere that can rival what God can do, what the Spirit of God can do in and through his people, what he can do, what Jesus can do in in and through our lives. Verse 12 says, the paralyzed man got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. yee Folks, they didn't see that in their day. There was no special medicine. There was no trickery. It was by the command of God's Son, Jesus Christ. And in that moment, electric began to flow to the nerves that had been dead and non-functioning before. He didn't have to go through therapy. He simply picked up his mat, stood up, picked up his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. That had to be quite the moment. And it says, this amazed everyone. And they praised God, saying, we have never seen anything like this before. It can happen. In fact, I think it is happening. Oh, Pastor Dave, you're just saying that to make us feel good. Listen, when I get up to speak and to preach, and I go to pray, my desire is that I hear from God, not just because I studied a bunch of notes good. Are you with me? I want to hear from God. And I'm not trying to be Joe prophetic here, but I believe in Jesus' name that there's a stirring going on, and it's more than just an excitement about Pastor Scott coming, and that excitement is well worth it. Praise be to God. But friends, what would happen when he and his wife and family move in? They are, this place is in expectancy. God is working. There's a stirring. I'm getting chills again, friends. It's not from being chilly down on my legs or something, okay? There's a presence here today. I don't know if you noticed during the songs which were all well picked and all well sung but on the next next to the last song there was a shift in here i don't know how many of you encountered it there was a shift the presence of god begins to manifest i believe his presence manifested on that paralyzed man and just like that it shifted and changed the atmosphere in that room, and people that often were quiet and non-demonstrative were suddenly praising God, because they saw what Jesus could do, sins forgiven, not only has he restored and reformed and changed and transformed in his heart, but in his body as well, Woo! got to use that arm again. God is looking for people through whom he can do the impossible. That would be us. A.W. Tozer wrote, what a pity that we plan only the things we can do by ourselves. Well, I want to share a little story with you as we close out the service today. There's a there was a missionary by the name of Herbert Jackson, he was a younger man, and it doesn't say the field that he went to, but it simply says where he went, there was actually a car there. And uh, there was one caveat with the car. They, they couldn't get it started. And so, for those of you who go back to, I mean, decades ago, you knew that if you got a car usually six cylinder always a clutch maybe three speed whatever column but you could pop the clutch when somebody's pushing you and get the engine started any of you remember those days am i come on there's more of you than that here and so that's what he had to do every time so when he'd leave in the morning he was He was faced with going to a little school close to him and he'd get permission from the teacher and the students would come out, which I'm sure was a big deal, and push the missionary's car and he would pop the clutch and get it running. And wherever he drove, he'd always park in a place where it was face downhill so that when he was done with whatever he was doing, making his visits, all he had to do is start coasting and pop the clutch and it would start. Well, unfortunately, after just a couple of years, Herbert Jackson was his name. Poor health hit him, his family, and they had to leave. But before they left, a new missionary came. And so he explained the dilemma to the new missionary. And that new missionary said, uh, Sorry if I look under the hood? Oh, sure. And he toyed with a cable and twisted it a certain way got inside nobody pushing and it started right up no problem he said dr jackson i think the only issue and problem here was a loose cable (laughs) for two years Dr. Jackson had tried to use his own power and means to energize and to get that car to run. The power to start the car was there all the time. It only needed to be connected. I want to ask us all today, those of you at home watching online, all of us gathered and I'm asking myself too, are we really connected i'm not wanting to create false doubt false guilt anything like that but if there's any reservation in my heart you know the joy i once had the presence of god the stirring in my heart it's not there and maybe in some cases as referenced earlier there's some who have never really clearly given their lives over to jesus Christ. Would you pray with me right now? With heads bowed, just ask you, is there anybody here today who would say, Pastor Dave, there have been some connections made today and I'd like to be included in the closing prayer for God to reconnect with me and me to reconnect with God. Or maybe it's a whole different area that was addressed. And just like prayer over you as I... Pray this closing prayer. Anybody like that? Just slip up your hand. See you, here. Anybody else? Thank you. Anybody, Anybody else? else? Just be honest, and transparent before God. Slip up your hand. Okay. Our well, mind's clear. Thank you, Jesus, for the attentiveness of these people as they've worshiped and been a part of what we believe has been your hand upon us now I pray specifically for these who raised their hands and with that are saying there's work I need you to do in my life or there's a concern or I need a reconnecting point or my faith has really been challenged or attacked and Lord I just surrender all of those things to you and I'm praying for the connection that I need in this moment with Jesus Christ as my Savior and Lord, or there's a barrier in my life right now, and I'm trusting that barrier to you. I'm going to find a way with the Lord's help. And I pray, Lord Jesus, right now, that whatever the need, care, or concern that prompted people to raise their hands, they, in this moment, will say, I'm satisfied with the reality that Jesus Christ is hearing my prayer, and will answer it, and I trust Him for His timing, but I trust Him now for His presence afresh and anew, as the power of the Most High God goes through my heart and my spirit in Christ Jesus. I pray for any Lord God who may pray that prayer today that says, I don't know Jesus Christ as my Savior and Lord. I might even profess it, but I don't have clear clarity with regard to my walk and fellowship with Jesus Christ. And in this moment right now, Lord Jesus, I invite you into my life. Lord, if it's somebody rededicating their life or coming for the first time, may they pray that prayer of faith that says, come into my life. Forgive me of any and all sin or iniquity in my life. And I believe you come in right now. And I thank you, Jesus. And I'll, by grace through faith, your grace, Jesus, live the rest of my days with your help, fully devoted to you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus hear and answer these prayers that we've prayed. Now as we go our way, we go with praise and rejoicing in our hearts and our minds. It's in Jesus' glorious name. All the people said in agreement, amen, amen. So be it in Jesus' name. Praise God.